Now everyone's making it in film and TV, but we don't really know how. Here we uncover the truth. Welcome to the Your Cinema Podcast. Welcome to the Your Cinema Podcast today. Um, it's the place where we explore the truth about the film and TV industry and theatre, and we hear it directly from those who are smashing it in their areas as well. Uh, today, we've got a really exciting talent. Um, he's actually done quite a lot of work. He's been in EastEnders, Batman, uh, a lot of critically acclaimed films, as well as starring in Gassed Up. Um, the, it's a new feature film which is going to be out on the 9th of February and if I'm honest we're really excited to just see how his career goes um, I introduce to you Craig Middleberg what's going up bro I mean what's going on, what's going on? <laughs> no I respect thanks so much for having me on um, I really I really appreciate you um, inviting me onto your show and, and giving me a chance to just um, showcase myself and talk a bit about Gassed Up as well uh, so thanks a lot man all good, man. Happy to have you. Happy to have you. Um, now, like, and we were speaking earlier, right? It's it. You're at like a really exciting and interesting part of your career, from from my perspective, anyway, right? Um, which is why it's really exciting to see where you go. But you've also done quite a quite. You've you've been in like quite a few projects. But I wanted to know, when did you start? acting because it looks like the journey's been you know fairly fairly long yeah so the way it actually all started for me <clears throat> it was in um i believe it was 2017 um and there's a guy called remy moses i don't know if you guys have heard of him he's a very very yeah. sick upcoming director yeah you yes. can see some recognition there yes, um so yes. it's another great story man remy moses um randomly sporadically asked me like can i fill a spot in his short film um, and at the point I was just like, had no interest in acting and stuff, but I was just like, like I, I knew some people around him and stuff. We like knew some mutual friends and I was like, yeah, like, I'll get involved. Like that's sick. Like, I'll get involved. Went down there, um, was naturally good at it. Everyone's like, right, like you've never acted before. Like you're, you're pretty good, you know? Um, and then just kind of took it a bit seriously on the day. And I was like, this is kind of sick. Um, long story short, he had a big, um, premiere for that film, um, at Genesis cinema. And then when I went there, another director actually approached me and was like, oh, I watch your performance. Like, I really like it. I've got this role in mind that I think you'd smash uh, and I'll pay you. And I was like, you'll, you'll pay me? Because I did this for free with Remy. I'm just like, you know, it's just friends. Like, mm. He's like, yeah, and it's a small budget, but I can probably do about £300 a day. £300 a day, brother. And I was like, yeah. Um, so I, I, I was signed up for that immediately. I was like, yeah, I'm down with that. Um, so I did a short film called Hungry Dogs um, by the director, Oshin Patterson. Absolute bad boy. <laughs> Gave me my first paid job. Um, but yeah, Remy Moses is the guy who actually put me in a film for the very first time. Wow, that's how so it is that Mandem? Is uh, that the film? Is it Mandem? That is that the know, film? The film was called um, Where We Hide Secrets. Oh, and, uh, okay, yeah, okay. I don't think he'd done too much with it, to be honest. I think it just had its premiere and stuff. Um, yeah. But it had a few a few cool people in it. Um, and it, I remember like he just got his drone that time, I think. So he had some like cool drone shots and stuff. So yeah, it was yeah, mainly yeah, just like yeah. he really wanted to experiment and play with his kit. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah. It's just funny how it all works out because I decided to get involved with him that day. Here I am now talking to you, you know? Yeah, that's true, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. So you've, you've like stumbled into, into acting. Your next project is £300 a day, which is amazing mm -hmm. um, for someone just starting out. Yeah. Um, after, after that project, right, 
what was how were you feeling and and was it like no do you know what i want to take it seriously or what 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 happened what was next no 100 percent, man like so we did that project and that was like three days so that's like 900 pounds yeah <laughs> and for me i'm a i was a broke kid man so i was like 900 pounds for three days I'm, this is unless it's illegal i'm not really hearing that you're making money like that unless you're a footballer yeah. or something you know so i was like okay cool this is something i really want to do now because i enjoyed it it's not just that i got paid it's that mm. as i did the experience i was like this is so fun man and the looks you get when you're on the street filming with good equipment and the people, when they look at you, like they look at you like this kid's doing something cool. And he's not like, <laughs> I was so used to getting bad looks on the street. You know what I mean? When people walk past me to cross the road, me and my friends, you know what I mean? They don't want to, or they'll give us dirty looks. Like they don't trust us. Mm. All of a sudden now I'm getting looks where it looks envious or even like, just like admiration, just like, right. Like, or they're, they're thinking, is he famous? Like, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I like this feeling. It's a different, it's a better feed, a better way to be viewed by people, you know? Um, and it's the first time I got to feel like that, really. So I was just infected with it by then. It was like a disease. <laughs> well, it's not a disease because it's such a it's a good thing. But yeah, it was like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it just hit the root of my heart, man. And I was like, if I can make this a full-time thing, that would be my dream, man. And so I steadily just started to, you know, it's, it's a big research process, man. I had to learn all about casting and stuff because I really just dove into the deep end, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I basically started then moving forward by going into music videos which is okay. what I always recommend you actors to do is to like look for music videos with good artists because they invest great, some good equipment into their, um, into their music video shoots. You're working with like film standard equipment for a video. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, look for roles where they have some sort of acting in it. Cause a lot of the time there might be a romance thing. They might want a guy and a girl to have like a romance thing, which is great for your show reel. You know, that's one of the things I did was like to get some romance scenes mm-hmm. um, or just like, just always be available and open to the idea of working with artists. I even ended up working with like Davido. I was in Davido's video mm. and like, I grew up like when I was growing up listening to Davido, I was like, I'm never going to meet this guy, but I love his music. Mm. I'm there acting in a role with him now as an, you know, as an unsigned actor. Like I didn't have an agent or anything. I just ended up there because people like are hearing that I'm trying to be an actor, you know? So it's just all about putting yourself out there and, and just um, taking any small job you can. Um, even that one was paid, but it wasn't paid a lot of money. But even mm-hmm. so, I was like, I just want to act. Do you know what I mean? Wow, that's amazing. So, like, what what's what's the time span of this journey of discovering and understanding how this thing works? I mean, I'm still I'm still learning, brother. Honestly, like I'm still learning. Like I've been very blessed that some of the projects that I'm into, like gassed up. Yeah. I work with some people like Stephen Odebola. Mm-hmm. He's obviously had a lot more um, of experience than me in like proper professional films. Yeah. So he's taught me so many things that I just had no idea about in terms of contracts and things that you can do. And just like yeah. the more I speak to more established actors, the more things I'm learning. So I just feel like it's a constant learning process, honestly, brother. But um, I think I do. I'm at the point where I'm able to like impart some wisdom on other people now. So like I've learned yeah. quite a few things, <clears throat> but I'm still learning all the time, man. Every time I meet someone who's done more, I feel like there's so much I can soak up from them, you know? No, I hear you. I hear you. And you know what? Like, when I saw Gasta, you you smashed it, man. Like, I really, like, for me, that you were roach in it. Like, there's a, I'm trying not to, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but there's a, there's a bit where we see more of who Roach actually is. Mm, if that's like his background, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and I loved that scene. I loved yeah. that scene. Some of the choices in 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 
no, it was a few scenes in it, but I loved it. I loved it. And it just explained everything. And you start to that, understand, right? I mean, it doesn't excuse it. Like, it doesn't excuse yeah. it. Because I feel like there's so many people like Roach on the roads. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and it's like, a lot of the time you think he's just a... Yes. Just a, that guy. But then you realise, like, you know what? There's so many things going on behind, behind closed doors, you know, yeah. that, that influence a man's mind to make him move in certain ways. And it's just about showing that mental health is not a joke, man. And like, that's what I liked about it as well, because I struggled with mental health growing up. So the character like was very relatable for me because I'm just like, I can, I can understand. Like sometimes like it's not, it doesn't excuse what he does in the film, but you can understand, you know, and that's the main thing. It's not like he's just a villain. He's, he's actually a good guy, but he does villainous things, you know? And do you know what? I love what you said because that, I felt like I understood Roach, yeah, but I didn't think, I didn't think we would get to actually understand him. I just wrote him off as like, oh yeah, he's that one in the friendship group. Mm. But I was like, like yeah, oh. stereotypically put him there and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I really thought, because it's like, there's there's other characters as well, do you know what I mean? That also, like we're we're touching on and stuff, so I was like, "Well, do you know what? For the storyline, do we need to go?" And you went there, and I was so, I was so happy. Um, trust me, like, yeah, that was that's one of my favorite scenes in the film. Like, genuinely, genuinely, amazing. Thank you. Um, and and so, the guy that the guy that plays my dad, <clears throat> I think his name's um Timothy Timothy Chipping. I think if I'm mm-hmm. right, if I'm wrong, sorry, bro, but I believe it's Timothy Chipping, and he's a, he's amazing, man. He was so yeah. good, so good to work with him. So yeah, look out for that scene, guys. If you're watching and you're gonna go watch Gaston. It's a really good scene. No, it really is like genuinely, genuinely. So, like, all right, you're 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 making your way, right? And you know, you're getting involved in projects where you can, summer music videos, etc. Um, like in terms of like mentally, how was that journey for you? Like, did you ever feel discouraged along the way? Yeah, absolutely, man. There's like it's not like <clears throat> A lot of people that, because I've had some people on my social media that have watched the whole thing, like from like when I did music all the way into the start of my acting career. And from their perspective, yeah, they're like, oh my God, bro. Like, I've just seen you continuously keep doing more and more better things. And it's just like, but from my perspective, man, like there's so many rejections. There's so many no's. There's so many um, times where I thought, oh man, I, I need to get a normal job. You know, I need to get a nine to five because... If you have a nine to five, yeah, unless it's a it's a job that's really flexible, it's very difficult to to be a full time actor, to always be available to meet people, to always be available to audition, to self tape, um, to rehearse and do all these other things. Um, so I, I was was always faced with a choice of do I get a full time job or not. I've been very blessed that I'm able to do some other things. So like I was working um, with Hackney Council, getting um, young people into un, uh, uh, young people into in, into employment. Excuse me. Um, so unemployed young people, helping them get into employment. Um, I was doing that for quite a while, part time, and they were very mm. flexible with my acting, which was really helpful. Um, and then I can also do studio engineering part time as well uh, at my friend's studio, which is also off and on. So it's not like I'm committed to being there all the time. So if it wasn't for jobs like that, <clears throat> it would be so difficult for me to, to to give the time and dedication that I put towards acting. So I completely understand that it can be so discouraging for people, like when you're just trying to like pay bills and, and just trying to live your life. And sometimes you have to sacrifice things, you know what I mean? I might, my, there was times when I couldn't have gone out to the, to the party afterwards. <clears throat> I would attend the acting workshop, 
And then yeah. I can't go to the party afterwards because like everyone's gonna spend mad money. And I, I don't want to spend my last hundred pound, you know. So mm-hmm. it's times like that, man. So those are the most discouraging times. I feel like when you're just like low on money and you feel like, oh, acting is not paying me any money right now. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to have the belief that it will come through. You know. Do you know what? That's such a good point because that's the reality of um, becoming a working actor, right? Before you become a working actor. Like, I don't want to say full-time because it's not a full-time thing, but where it's like, do you know what? I can, acting is what is sustaining me, so to speak, like mm-hmm. physically. Um, but given that, let's say that passion wasn't there from when you were five, 12 and all of that stuff, right? When you're having those challenges and a reality is kicking in, yeah? Like, what what's keeping you going? I think um, for me, I feel like everyone's got their own drive, innit? Like what drives you forward. Me was always my mum. My mum's a disabled woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid, when I was like young, I was a bad kid, innit? Like, so before, I was talking before about how I got a record deal when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So before I even got that deal, I was just a horrible kid. That's what I was. I just wasn't a nice kid. I was a horrible kid. I got kicked out of school. You know, I was doing really bad things, got arrested loads of times. Um, and then watching my mum be um, in so much pain and suffering, um, whilst I'm like getting arrested, getting police coming into the house. At a moment, it just hit me and I was just like, I can't do this, man. Like if anything happens to me, there's no one for my mum. Do you know what I mean? So like, I feel like the, a weight of guilt was on me and that's what made me change my ways. Um, and that's the driving force. So that like, even if I wasn't acting or doing music, I think that it would still drive me to be a good person and just make money legally and whichever way I would go into. I feel like if I wasn't doing doing what I'm doing now, I'd probably be behind the camera somewhere. I love writing. Maybe I'd be writer. <clears throat> Maybe I'd be a writer or a producer because I've met some great producers um, mm-hmm. over the past few years and I've watched what they do and I'm like, it's something I could do actually. I'd find that really interesting, but maybe that's something in the future for me to look into. Man, I love that because do you know what? It's like, cool, your, your acting career is great, but it's like we're also hearing like a transformation story Mm. It's like, like in speaking with you, like, do you know what? In speaking with you, I get you're from the ends, yeah? But I would, I, like, I'm not thinking you're this, like, little runt, like... Mm. Uh, That's what I was, isn't it? I, I've put effort into changing, man, and trying to present myself in a better way. Um, and obviously, I speak a lot better than I used to speak. I, I was like, yeah, what are you saying, fam? Wag one? I was like that all the time. <laughs> And now, you know, I'm a bit more eloquent, you know, I'm a bit more well-read, I'm a bit more intelligent than I was as a kid, you know, I've gained a lot of life experience. Um, and it just made me a better person, I feel like. And I'm a lot more calm than I was as well, so much more chill, you know, I was hyper as a kid. Uh, do you know what? I hear that. And and for me, I guess, it's not even the way you speak, it's the things that you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, even when we were chatting before, like just a perspective that you gave me on one of the things that we were talking about. I was like, that's a good, but I haven't thought about that before. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's, it's amazing to see how like your drive and like pursuing acting has got you to this, um, this, this point. Um, I wanted to like something that comes up a lot when we're speaking with actors, right. Um, is like the rejection, right. And the the impacts that can have on someone's mental well being. Now, given that you mentioned 
that was that's an area that you struggled in when you were younger. What is that like for mm. you at at I guess in recent years when you're still, you know, building building your 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 career as an actor? Yeah, man. It it can be Horrible, bro. Like I did, I, t- I literally did a talk with kids recently about acting, and I gave this analogy because they asked the same question, like, "How do you deal with the rejection?" And I said, and I said, "How does how does it make you feel?" And I literally said this, and they reacted well. So I'm gonna say it again. Um, imagine like when you're a young kid or their age, which was about 15, 16, and you confess love to a girl or a guy for the first time, and they turn around and they're like, "Ugh, ugh, no, are you not? Can you believe this? Like that is that feeling that you feel there." That is the feeling you get every time you're rejected for a role that you really like or a role that you really think you're right for. It's a burning sensation, brother. And I'm pretty sure every actor feels it very similarly. Maybe some can like deal with it a lot easier or some people pretend that it doesn't hurt them, but it does hurt. And especially if it's a role that you love, like I get invested in roles. So like, I'll be like, if they send me the script and I really love it, I'm reading the whole script like 20 times. I'm like, I'm really getting invested, learning the other characters and things. And then you don't get the role after spending like five hours going through a script. It's like, oh, I love that role though, man. So the rejection can be heart-wrenching, um, but it's just a part of it, man. And if you can't handle the rejection, then it's not the industry for you because you're going to get so much more rejection than the, than the yes. But you'll get like 50 no's and that one yes is the one you've been waiting for, you know. So, yeah, rejection. <laughs> it's a big one. I love that. Thank you for the honesty and the analogy, man. Um, no, that's um, yeah, that's a great way to put it. A great way to put it, and well acted out as well. Um, now, everyone knows that, like the majority of the time, you've got to do like, or people tend to do smaller roles um, before doing like big projects, right? That's just yeah. the, you know working your way up. Some people come out drama school and you land a big role etc which is amazing but for a lot of people is building up um but I want to know for you being in like because you've been in like quite a few projects right what did it feel landing like your role as Roach in Gaster because it's a significant role do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 no um for me it was like I remember when I got the role like it wasn't even officially given it given to me at this point the director had um I think the director had told me sneakily like and been like yeah you got it like well done well done but like he hadn't officially come through do you know what i mean and before all of that i couldn't even control myself i went to twitter i went i just got the biggest role of my life like because i was so excited bro to work with people like stevie to work with people like taz to work with people i was just so gassed to gassed up to work with the people that i was going to be working with really and it just felt like for me vindication as well um, because it was like a long um, a long audition process, man. It wasn't like I auditioned and then got the role. I had mm. to I had to self-tape. Then I had to uh, come into the room like three times. Then I had to do a chemistry like two times. Then it was between me and the, I was like the last role to be cast as well. Everyone else had been cast and it was just Roach. So everyone was just focused on Roach. And it was just so hard at the time because apparently there was like another guy who I never met. Um, but there was a guy that was like neck and neck with me. It could have been either one of us really, but... You know, the director, God bless him, George, he was like, no, like, I really see Craig as Roach. That's the vision that I want to go with. And so, you know, I ended up with it. Um, and they all say they made the right decision now. They have no choice. But um, <laughs> but <clears throat> hopefully, hopefully my role will speak for itself when people go and see it. Um, I've had great feedback from people. People that do watch, have watched the film at the um, 
the beer fire festival for example or like the, pro, the, the special screenings that we've done um i've got great feedback as roach and i love that because i did put a lot of effort um into him you know i love that i love that so speaking of 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 effort right um and given how integral roach is to the film like without him you you just don't have the conflict right um how did you approach your prep for for it so um one of the cool things that happened is um the production put me in touch with steven's acting coach who is Mm -hmm. called gary nurse Mm -hmm. he's a very very cool guy um I went to his house quite a few times. I did like I think I did like five sessions with him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just me, sometimes with Steven, and sometimes with Steven and the director. Okay. Um, so I'd never done any form of acting coach or or, or schooling or tutoring anything like that. So this is the first time experience for me. Um, but Gary was not what I expected, man. I expected um, I don't know when I've like looked online, I've seen people like teaching drama. They're talking about like theories and like the styles of method acting and all these different names that you can do and things. And he just was like, forget all of that crap. <laughs> like, don't, that's not what I'm doing here, brother. He's like, no, I just want you to be yourself, but in the character. And like, he was just very much about authenticity and just, um, I know it's hard for me to, to, to say it, but um, what he showed me was just, that it wasn't all about technical aspects and things like that. It's really just about getting grounded in yourself and your character and just expressing how you naturally would be as that character, if that makes sense, man. Um, so yeah, I had some acting coaching sessions. Um, but then other than that, bro, like, like I said, I'm from the hood. I used to drive mopeds when I was a teenager. Um, I used to be a pizza delivery driver. <laughs> so like, um, it just felt natural for me, man. Like I'm around, I've known man them that actually did snatching grabs and stuff. So it's like, it's, it's all kind of, it's not like it's hard for me to imagine. You know, I was around people that lived that life. Um, so, yeah, stepping into a role like that, it just felt kind of natural. Like, it could have, it could, I literally could have been that, but I could have been Roach if my things went, if life didn't go as it went, you know. I could have been Roach. So, it's quite an easy, natural role for me, to be honest. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. No, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. So, like, given, given that, because it sounds like this is quite a, a pivotal role for you, um, and I, I don't say that from the perspective of, oh, you know what, this is a big film. When it comes out, it's going to change your career. More so for the the level it is and the impact that your character has on mm. the film, right? Um, like, in the lead up to landing this role, what would you say was difficult about even getting an opportunity to be considered for a role like this? Um, so, yeah, again, bro, I've got so many good stories for you, bro. Here's another good story of how I got into the conversation of this role. Um, so like, I, I met Stephen Odebola years ago on a short film. Funny enough, as a short film, he didn't have lines in. Yeah, he was just like an extra. Yeah, mm. I had lines in this film, but just a few. Um, but we really connected on that day and we're just both like, he hadn't done much acting. I hadn't done much acting. We just connected together on that day and became friends. Um, but then I never seen him again. Like a year went past and then all of a sudden I see his face everywhere for Blue Story. And I said, okay, that's that guy. Oh, it's like cabin for him. Like I was with that guy. Cool. He's gone. I think I'm not going to speak to Steven again. He's going to become super famous and do his thing and I'm going to play catch up. And I was cool with that, man. But, um, like another year or two passed now. 
Um, and it's actually my birthday. So it was my birthday on that day where this happened. Mm. Um, and I get a DM uh, in my Twitter. And I don't even really use Twitter that much. And I was like, I looked at my DM and it was Stephen. And I was like, I see him there. And I'm like, why is he messaging me? He's messaging me. I've opened it. He said, oh, I hope you're well, man. Like, I know it's been a long time. Um, I'm doing this film called Gas Up. And I was chatting to the producers and you just popped in my head. He's like, I think you'd be sick for this role. So I'd love you to audition for it. Um, but I'd already done a self-tape because they did like an open call out. <laughs> so like I'd already done a self-tape for it because I heard about it. So I was like, bro, I'd literally done a self-tape yesterday. So yeah, if you can like tell them my name so they can just watch my self-tape, that would be amazing, bro. And he's like, I got you, I got you. And yeah, man. So like he kind of, I think maybe they wouldn't have even seen myself. They know because you have so many submissions. Like if it wasn't for Steven like messaging me that day and then being like, have a good look at this guy's self-tape, maybe they wouldn't have even taken too much notice of my self-tape, you know, because they got such a overwhelming amount. But, um, but yeah, basically they must have looked at it, liked it and invited me in for an actual audition. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a culmination of things, but Steven popped up on my birthday, like an angel. and <laughs> was just like, yo, like my birthday, bro. I went and I was feeling a bit down that day too, man. I wasn't too happy. I was like, oh, it's not the best birthday. And then he popped up that day, man. was like, yeah, man, I'm going to put you, tell the producers your name, like tell them to check your self-tape out. And they did, you know, and he didn't, again, he didn't need to do that. He, like, that's why I got so much respect for people that go out of their way to try and help others that it doesn't even affect them really. Like anyone could have got the role and he's still doing the film. Do you know what I mean? But he yeah. thought, no, I remember this guy from years ago. He's obviously looked at Roach and thought he suits it so much. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so I try to be like that now, man, if I'm ever in a position where I can help someone in that way, because <clears throat> of Devlin, because of, because of, because of, because of Steven, people like yeah. that in my life, I just aspire to be the same kind of person, man, because I know how grateful I am to them. And if I could yeah. just give that gratefulness to someone else and let them like be grateful to me as well, and then it's just ever like it's just a circle that we're trying to perpetuate, man. You know, I love that, man. That is wow. Yeah, that's very, very real and very nice as well. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, I know, I know that like you're only getting started, right? But at this point in your career, like you've done, you've done quite a few things. What would you say from this point on is like your focus? Like what have you and your agents sat down and said, look, all right, gassed up his well, right head. Now, right now, I don't have an agent. What? No agent right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No agent right now, man. I, in fact, I've not had an agent for like the part uh, since like maybe like six, seven months, something like that. And I've been booking so many jobs on my own without an agent. And when you talk about rejection, we were talking about rejection earlier. I've actually, like, I had quite a few meetings with big agents and got rejected yeah. by a big agent. Like, I was recommended yeah. to an, a big agent, yeah. who I won't name, obviously, but I had yeah. a meeting. Said to them, I would love to sign to you. You're my first choice, you know. Mm. They made me wait a good few weeks and then just got back to me like, mm. sorry, I don't actually think that. I think you're going to be great, but it's just not for me. And so, yeah, man, like even in my position where I've got a big film coming out and I've got the credits and I'm a nice guy and, and you know, all those things, still sometimes there's there's people that are just like, it's just not working for me. So you just got to persevere, man. Like the same way that you like someone like you is recognizing all this good stuff about me. There's other people that don't recognize or don't see it. So it's just about finding new ways to show yourself in better lights to those kind of people, I guess, you know? So yeah, no wow. agent at the moment, man. So but I will be taking meetings. I will be taking meetings. Yeah, because I was going to, because like, it's interesting you say that, right? Because you don't sound, it doesn't seem, you don't sound hungry 
for an agent, right? I've been blessed so by I'm, the way. I've like, I've literally been signed up to multiple projects without an agent, man. I mean, I, I've I signed up to a Bayesian TV series. I'm going Barbados, bro, with no agent. <laughs> and I'm just like, how am I doing this, bro? Like, do you know what I mean? And I told other actors, they're like, what? <laughs> like, I told the producers of Gassed Up, they're like, what? They're like, let me introduce you to this agent. I'm like, no, I'll meet them. But like, I'm really not, I'd like, cause I've really, I don't like putting myself in those positions to be rejected. Like with an actor, like you have to in the roles. But with an agent, I feel mm. like at a certain point, agents are going to approach me. They're going to be like, I see you booking these jobs on your own. I want a slice of that pie, bro. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I can help you get the other jobs as well. A smart agent would think like that, innit? So I'm pretty sure that someone would approach me if I just keep booking these jobs, man. And that's what I've been doing. Like, I just done the interactive film, Lawrence. I booked that on my own. Yeah. I just done an amazing short film called Help. I think my teacher is racist, where I play a racist teacher. That's very different from Roach, you know. So um, expanding my horizons, did that on my own as well. Got that book, signed all the contracts myself. Um, so I just feel like if you're hungry enough, if you're driven enough, you don't even need an agent, man. Like an agent is just someone that's constantly working to get you in the room. But if you're doing that yourself, uh, it's at the point where you need someone who can bring something more for you. Do you know what I mean? I don't need another person to do what I'm already doing. I need someone who can do things I can't do. You yes. know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, man. Very, very smart and interesting. Yeah, because it's like, you're not saying you don't want one, but you're you're very understanding of what they would need to do when, yeah, that makes sense. I love that. Mm. I mean, I definitely, I'm very open to having an agent, but I'm just not like, there was a point, like maybe a few months ago, maybe mm. a good like five months ago, where I was so hungry for an agent, man. I thought I couldn't progress without an agent. And so I was literally like going to the producers of Gassed Up, like, can you get me meetings? Like, is there anyone you know that would be interested? And they did plug me to quite a few people and I had a few meetings. Um, but I think most of all, when I'm looking for an agent, so if there's any agent watching this and it's like, maybe I could be his agent. The most important thing for me is that if you just go through my work and you just genuinely think I'm going to be a star, like if you just think I, I rate what you're doing, I think you're sick. I That's it. That's the main thing I want from my agent. Just someone who actually thinks I think you're going to blow. That's it. If you feel like that and you have connections, hit me up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wow. I love the honesty, man. That is, yeah, it's very candid and very honest. I love it. I love it. Um, so my final question for you is yeah. um, given, you know, like, yeah, given the journey you've been on, the grind that you've been through and even like, representing i will say temporarily representing yourself at this point right mm -hmm. what advice would you give to an actor who's like looking for their first tv and film role like on a serious scale because you know what it's like when it's like yeah but i want the i want the t i want the i want that credit um because it does pick things so yeah what advice would you give to someone in that position um i would say be patient, it will come, as long as you're putting in the work. So like, going back to where I said you could do music videos, short films is a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, just keep doing things like that. I know you might get tired of, oh, I'm always doing a short film. I really want to do like the big Hollywood production. Because there is, a, like when I was on Batman, the, the, the set there was completely different from a short film set. But mm -hmm. if I hadn't done all the short films, I might have been overwhelmed on that big set. Do you know what I mean? I've been like, oh, I do, like imposter syndrome even because it's so massive mm -hmm. and on such a big scale that I think you kind of have to go through the ringer a bit and go through the, the smaller jobs to kind of just build up your confidence just to let yourself know that, you know what, whatever situation I end up in, 
as long as the camera's on me, I'm ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Um, so just be patient. Um, work on the small jobs. Even if it's at the beginning, at the very beginning, I did so much unpaid work, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't a rich person either. Like I would go into minus, like traveling to somewhere. Or maybe they'll give you food and drink and stuff. But, you know, you got to just get yourself a showreel, for, uh, a really good, strong showreel. That's number The strong showreel will help you get that first TV credit. So I think like doing short film, <clears throat> excuse me, short films, music videos, anything you can do that's going to make your showreel look better, do that, man. And then get your showreel out there. Literally, even just online, make it go viral, get all your friends to retweet it, like it. And just hopefully people will just, other people, strangers will pick up on it. And then just, yeah, just be involved. Get involved with um, other projects going on and just support other UK filmmakers and, and people like Pierre and shows like this. Leave comments and, and connect with people, man, because people see that and they, they see that you're involved and about it. And that's why people come to me because they're like, oh, that Craig guy, he was in this, he was in that. And he's always open to work and, you know, so just just keep going. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. I love that. Craig, it has been a pleasure, pleasure. Um, My pleasure. Not preview. Um, looking forward to the release of, of Gastar Pen for everyone else to see it. And yeah, I'm I'm really loving the journey and I know you're going to go on to do bigger things that are probably going to surpass even like your expectations because I think like you are a real star. Like I genuinely mean that, genuinely. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You you have the criteria to, to be my agent. <laughs> you see, you, you, those magic words at the end, brother. Like, you know what I mean? If you ever switch roles and you become an agent, you can just keep my inbox up, brother. You know, we can make some money. <laughs> I love it. I love it.